0: What's up guys and welcome to Your heard with nerds. I'm Dorian and I'm joined today by Brett. We are going to be talking about the tenant spell break a Nintendo direct that finally delivered the goods. But first things first, let's start off with some really <laughs> good news here. Oh yes. Mandalorian is coming back this yep. year. We're not going to get, we're not going to get a Corona delay.
1: No. So did we talk? I think we talked last week that we thought it was the 20th. That's what was being reported. I believe.
0: I don't think we did, to be honest with you. Um, we but might have
1: mentioned it, but anyway, if we did mention it, then this is kind of our redacted statement of saying it's actually going to be the thirtieth of it's October. It's going to be
0: the thirtieth of October. So, uh, coincidentally, Pikmin Three remastered comes out the same day. So now you have a choice here. It's not a hard one. <laughs> it's
1: not a hard one. Mandalorian. So uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's not too far away. We're about you know two months out, a little bit less than two months. So
0: exactly. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm just super thankful for John Favreau for actually giving us something to look forward to. Uh, and also uh, October 30th is when my Disney plus subscription will become active again. So take note, Disney.
1: <laughs> yes. Still no word on other projects though, by uh, Disney right now. Are oh, you talking as about like
0: WandaVision and Falcon and yeah, Winter soldier
1: pretty much been silent on that for a while now?
0: Probably just because they have, they, they don't know.
1: They don't know. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, you know, not knowing things, the Batman is delayed again. Yes. Robert Pattinson, uh, you know, the bat got bit by the bat, the yeah. COVID-19.
0: Yeah. No, the the bootleg uh, version of, uh, or China's bootleg uh, version of Batman basically. Yep. Did the end man the, bat. Yeah. Did the, did end the real life Batman here. But yeah. Uh, you know, just when I get excited for this movie and get interested in this movie, it's just like, just kidding. You know,
1: I'm still wondering because it's far enough out if they'll be able to release by Halloween next year.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think because right now the CDC guidelines, I mean, then again, I, I think they are recording in, uh, in England. So I think the guidelines might be a little bit different. Is this still there.
1: 10 days or 12 days or whatever.
0: Uh, I mean, at least from,
1: for, from si- symptoms,
0: at least from CDC guidelines, it's 10 days. So, so they
1: could be back up next week.
0: Fairly quickly. So we'll see. But, um, but it's, you know, right now they're sitting on 25% of footage that's been filmed. And I mean, that's, that's a good chunk. That's a pretty good chunk. And I'm really surprised they were able to make essentially a two minute trailer with that footage here.
1: Yeah. Take note, James Gunn. I'm yeah, no kidding. But what the heck's going on there.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But, <laughs> but they okay, give us the behind the scenes. Yeah. It's so weird. Anyway. I, I, I don't get that move, but, but so they got 75, uh, Roughly 75% of the film that they still need to film. Um, hopefully they can get back on track and this movie can come out sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, I agree. Cause I'm super interested in that movie. Oh, big time. Yeah. Speaking of interesting movies uh, and I'll have a review of this next week. Uh, talking about Mulan. So Mulan came out last week, last Friday and uh, but you have to pay a premium. That's kind of the downside right now that we've talked about in the past is you have to have Disney Plus, which is you know six, you know depending on your your plan, it's five to seven dollars a month somewhere right. around there, Uh b- but you're gonna have to pay an extra thirty dollars if you want to watch Mulan right now. Which,
0: here's the thing: I get early access, blah blah blah. These movies were intentional, were originally intended to be in the theaters, but thirty dollars for one movie when you have like Bill and Ted, twenty five dollars. You don't have to keep have a subscription or anything along those lines, and you get to keep that forever.
1: Yeah, but Bill and Ted's not quite the tier of Mulan. I understand that, but like not even close. But <laughs> I'm just
0: I'm just talking about from a marketing yeah uh, type I, of thing or like just a business conduct uh, conduct or con- conduct. There it is. Yeah,
1: no, I I actually get the thirty dollars just because, um, like the way that my family viewed it. So we went over to my in laws' house. Yeah, there was like you know. Yeah, ten of us watching it outside on a a projector. Yeah, Yeah. that's what you're gonna get. Yeah, Um, if you're just watching this at home with your wife and you have the money, go for it or whatever your husband whatever. Yeah, Um, because you will be able to keep it. It is yours now. Uh, If you have Disney Plus, exactly, which I don't see us getting rid of that anytime soon. Sure. No, especially with the slate that's coming, hopefully in 2021.
0: Well, right, exactly. So I mean,
1: but if you don't want to pay this premium, that's what I'm getting to is. Uh, it will be coming out on Disney Plus December fourth for for the people who pay for Disney Plus. It's going to be free.
0: Which coincidentally, that's when my uh, Disney Plus uh, subscription will be active because I'll be watching Mandalorian during that yeah, time. Yeah, totally. So it works out just fine.
1: Yeah, and you know, all all things on the table. It was a fantastic movie. I think they did a great job. Uh, I've seen some reviews that are really good and some that are just like eh, it's like a seven, which I would disagree. I think it's honestly. I you know I give it a soft eight right now. Okay, I have to watch it again. Super cool. Do not go in expecting the Disney movie. It is a straight up martial arts kung Kung fu Fu movie. Yeah, yeah, with superpower stuff. So
0: like we talking like uh, a crouching tiger, hidden dragon style. Okay,
1: one hundred percent. That's the neck That's the movie I would uh, compare it to. Fair enough. Uh, You know, and you got Donnie Yen, you got Jet Li. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know the Mulan's name, but she does fantastic in the I, movie i know
0: the actress she's uh she played the female lead character in uh, forbidden kingdom
1: okay yeah nice yeah so super good movie anyway let's talk about the good stuff the good stuff even Mul- Mulan's great mandalorian's uh, talk- great everything's great and this this week got a little bit better yeah this, i woke up
0: th- this week uh you heard of th- th- nerds <laughs> is brought to you by the emotion or the vibe positivity yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: i woke up i think it was thursday morning yes so thursday morning mm-hmm. out of nowhere mm-hmm. uh got this beautiful direct called the mario 35th anniversary direct
0: real quick before that like so i actually went on to the eShop, i think it was like five or yeah about five o'clock in the morning uh before getting to work because i was going to download a spell break and have that ready for me to play uh when i got home yeah and the eShop like had like a Oh, they probably had it up. They, huh? Well, they, they didn't have it up, but they had like, it was kind of Mario themed. And like, they even like showed like, uh, instead of like the loading bar icon, it's like m- Mario, uh, yeah. M- Mario si- yeah, the Mario 64 model running. I'm like, okay, something's up. Yeah. Something's up. And then, you know, a couple hours later you found out why. Yep. So yeah. Uh, everything we've been talking about, all the rumors are true. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus more, plus more. So we want to get right Let's into it. Let's just get into it. Yeah. All right. So uh, basically there's going to be a special edition of, uh, a game and watch that basically has super Mario brothers one and two, as well as some extra features. Like there's going to be a,
1: uh, a clock fun- function function, clock yeah.
0: function, some, I guess some secrets that are going to be in there. And also, uh, a classic game and watch game that actually will have a uh, Mario's face instead of the game and watch face plastered on, uh, which, you know, obviously this is supposed to be a collector's item, but it's still kind of a weird choice though, where it's just like, Hey, you can pay who knows how much money for this thing. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a portable that you can play, you know, super Mario brothers on, or you could just buy a switch and just play it that way with, uh, you know, the NES. Did they release price. Yeah. I don't they think they, they did not. And that's, I think going to be the main thing that's going to make or break this whole thing. And it, if and it's
1: I, more than fifty dollars or sixty dollars, no, I mean, there's because, no way. Well, especially
0: considering how uh, they put out the, um, the NES Classic for sixty dollars, and that came with thirty games. Here. Yeah, I mean, granted.
1: Well, and now if you have uh, Switch Online, you can
0: play all those games exactly for free, pretty much here. Um, plus more now. Plus more. So, so I get it's a collector's item. I just still think this. Is kind of a weird choice for like or a route to go for like a Mario collector's item for like a 35th anniversary, but that's just me.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty cool looking. Uh, for those who don't know what Game Watch is, they were like old handout systems predating the Game Boy, yeah. Um, even and it was the, something super, even
0: the NES, I believe, here,
1: yeah, I think so. Uh, so you're talking, you know, like early 80s, early 80s, because uh, uh, this NES came out in '85.
0: Yeah, like 80, yeah 85 at least yeah i believe so yeah i think it might have been maybe a little bit sooner than 85 like maybe a year before i i'm not entirely sure but uh the um, the thing that um yeah the thing that kind of really made me scratch my head a little bit here was uh mario kart live home circuit so I was really
1: excited when I was seeing some of the footage, and then I was like, "Wait, this is not a normal Mario Kart game." No, it's not. I thought it was a new Mario Kart game. Uh, that's what—that's what I, was I like, thought at what? first. So like,
0: okay, well, this is, which is unprecedented, just because they've never done like a have like two Mario Karts, like for a generation on any Nintendo console. It's always been one.
1: Yeah. Well. It was a remaster for the Mario Kart 8. Sure, no, it, yeah. it
0: was. But, I mean, even then, it's like they've still never done anything like that. It's unprecedented. But this is not a full-on Mario game This or Mario Kart game. It's,
1: it's more gimmicky, which that was the kind of my only disappointment was... Yeah. Basically, you have like this um, car with a camera on it. It's,
0: a, it's yeah, it's an RC car. Yeah, and with you Mario. control it
1: with a switch. Mm-hmm. And on the switch, it has Mario and it looks like Mario Kart. You have all your items. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you throw a shell at someone and it hits them, their, their cart will stop if you're playing with someone else. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what it looked like in the trailer. I mean, okay. I don't know if that's the actual things. Well, but then you have like the archways, which will control like where you where go, the, where the, the map track is. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, the one thing that I kind of got a little bit of a kick out of was uh, when. You know, you have like a, I think they showed it in the trailer was like when the blooper comes and like you know puts like a oh yeah like clogs up your screen with ink and stuff like that. you was like, oh no, never mind, I'm doing okay over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it literally- oh no, I'm gonna go actually look at my car and keep driving. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, this thing is coming out October 16th. Uh, it this is I feel like basically. Like new labo. The new labo, yeah. essentially. You know, kinda like kinda it's gonna be
1: a hundred dollars easy.
0: That that's the thing easy is $100. I mean, like this doesn't appeal to me. Kids will eat it up and you know, this thing has gotta be fairly expensive here. Like
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now it's gonna be at least ninety nine dollars. I mean,
0: you know, yeah, you'd look at like just RC cars just in general, they're usually going for like what, like at least thirty or forty dollars, like at minimum. Yeah. Put, put in mario on top of that
1: and a camera and a
0: camera and also like uh you'll have to have like some type of you know software or game that's included with it here right so yeah it's uh maybe even 150 honestly thinking about this i mean if, if you're getting like two of them yeah which i mean why wouldn't you want to have like
1: that's what i'm wondering if they'll come in packs kind of like uh yeah starlink like, a, like had like yeah or like skylanders or yeah, something. Along and those you can lines, just add yeah. stuff to it yeah maybe uh, so yeah. And then, uh, Mario Bros 35 announced, which is very similar to Tetris 99.
0: It's very similar. It's basically, um, the closest thing that we're going to get from an official, uh, battle Royale mode for super Mario brothers. Uh, basically what it is is you're playing classic super Mario brothers levels. Um, uh, when you kill enemies in the game, it actually sends it over to like other players. So they actually have to deal with them. And likewise, that can happen to you. Yep. So you're basically just trying to survive, be the last Mario standing basically. Yeah. So, uh, to So it's, I think going to be coming out sometime soon. It's the weird thing about it is, uh, only going to be playable till March 31st.
1: Yeah. A lot of the, so the celebration of Mario kind of continues to the end of March, which I'm guessing, just because the switch came out in March, I'm guessing there's gonna be something big around there or I don't know. Cause is it, is it uh free to play for everyone? Even if you don't have switch online, cause I'm guessing most no, Switch it's, online.
0: it's, I'm pretty sure it's switch online. They said like, I think it's a, wasn't Tetris offer. like
1: that too. And then it came back. Well, no, I don't think
0: Tetris ever went away. It just, oh, okay. it just like surprise dropped and it says like, Hey, this is free for Nintendo switch online players here.
1: Yeah. Kind of weird. It's not playable. Like you can't download it and have it on your system.
0: Right. Well, Or just, like, even, like, if this was, like, hey, something to be, like, hey, this is an incentive for you to actually play or keep your, uh, you know, Switch Online subscription here, more or less. This is kind of, like, a, it's, like, weird that they wouldn't, like, let this still be a thing here, you know? Because, like, what if, like, I don't know, there's, like, a competitive scene that wants to, like, you know, uh, come from this here, but they can't.
1: I mean, it's a cool concept even from a like a local multiplayer platform. Oh, absolutely, Like yeah. you got like five or six friends that want to play. Yeah. And you all just, you know, your last one standing wins.
0: No, it, it mo- most certainly <laughs> Speaking is.
1: Speaking of cooperative games. Oh, gosh. Let's talk about uh, Mario 3D World. Uh, it's coming February 12th, 2021 to the Nintendo Switch yeah. with... The new expansion. Yeah, it
0: has this new expansion. Who knows how big it will be? It's called Bowser's Fury or something like that. Or I don't know if it's supposed to be furry because <laughs> you have the cats. Well, yeah, it's, it's that game. I think all it's about, Fury. Yeah, it's but it's all about cats and like there's all sorts of cat stuff here. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, speaking, of, I mean, here's the deal: this game is great. Uh, it is. We have had lots of memorable things happen I, while playing this game. I am game. no
0: longer allowed to play this game.
1: Yeah, is that part of your friendship bargain with? Friend of the show, Timothy Seabricks.
0: Uh, I mean, not officially, but it's like, it's kind of like if, uh, it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, you know, that if you do something, it's going to be bad type just, of thing.
1: Just when we go to the bonus levels, oh, gosh, make sure we get all the coins. I mean, otherwise, friendships will get ruined. I, you know, I, I'm guessing I, we could I, play I, this I, online with each other.
0: We might, but I mean, I don't know. I, I might just have to abstain from this whole this whole thing together. Here, you know, Seabrook's going to get it. I don't know if he will though. You don't think so? I don't know. Well,
1: this is this next uh, couple games we're all going to get. I'm sure. Oh yeah. No, no, um, no. Well, so they, they talked about Mario all-stars. That's coming to this, the SNES collection for switch, mm-hmm. which is dope. And it's like re-resolutioned.
0: Yeah. Which but, is, so
1: it's like a little bit cleaner looking. It's
0: basically uh, like the Mario NES games with uh, SNES graphics here.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's just like a step up, which is great. Yeah, no. I'm excited for that because Mario. I think Mario Bros. Two and three are like right under Super Mario World for me. Super Mario World is my favorite Mario yeah. game. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. Three, three is uh,
1: three is dope because that's is, when you got the flight.
0: Yeah, three is my uh, go-to uh, like 2D classic Mario uh, I, style game. Here. Yeah, I, I get it. But but uh, but these games I played on the snes all-star collection like yeah same with me mostly so these are the these are the versions of the game (sighs) that i know and i grew up with yeah
1: yeah it's just super cool it's going to be there like that's going to make me kind of go through and play and uh and then we get the mondo announcement yeah the reason why this direct even happened Mm -hmm. mario 3d all-stars announced essentially super mario all-stars 2 yes uh i mean I would say ninety percent of it's great, and then there's a ten percent. I think both you and I agree that there was something lacking. Okay. Um, but well, well, let's let's all unpack around. it real quick. Yeah. Here. So let's let's you can talk about the first couple games. Sure. And
0: so we got Mario sixty four, Sunshine, and Galaxy, all going to be in one package for sixty bucks. Going to be available September eighteenth, and it'll be limited to, uh, you know, for
1: physical download and. Digital download, right?
0: Yeah, uh, till, sorry,
1: uh, not physical download. Uh, yeah, I, was, I mean uh, technically. I mean, we, we talk. Yeah. talking
0: some three D printers like stuff yeah. going on here, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be a limited time uh, title till March of twenty twenty one. So, so this is kind of going like a, you remember how Disney used to have like their uh, vault collection. Yes. Like back in the early 2000s, like, hey, they still have it, they still have it, but this is kind of what it seems like is what they're doing here. It's just like, hey you better get this soon. Otherwise you might not be able to get it here, which, which
1: it worked for me. Cause I pre-ordered the physical copy. Cause yeah. I think that's honestly going to be a collector's item. I think it's going to sell oh, out.
0: No big time. I mean like the collector's eye, I- yeah, physical copy of this. Absolutely. here, Especially if Nintendo actually does go through with this and, and doesn't print anymore, and doesn't yeah. print anymore here, at least like not for this generation here. Dude,
1: This is like, so what's, uh, I don't know when this park X go up, this is coming out in mere days. Yes. Yeah. Um, or actually, it'll be a oh, week, like oh, a week later, roughly a week, yeah. yeah. So, but that's pretty quick, like a week from today, basically. No, you know? really
0: quick turnaround on, um, yeah, really quick turnaround on this whole thing,
1: which I'm I'm stoked for because uh, I played Super Mario Sunshine. My brother's gonna freak out, and, he, and I have it physical, so he'll be able to borrow it. But yeah, like my brother's generation, and he's seven years younger than me. Super Mario Sunshine was, was his, his jam. jam, yeah, no, and it had wonky controls, and so I'm glad and I hope that they clean I know they clean that up at least from what people are saying like mm. that's that's the one thing I remember playing it where I was like oh, I wish it was a little tighter on some of these controls Really
0: for Sunshine? Yeah, I thought it was wow. just a little
1: weird. Um I always
0: thought Sunshine like had the tightest controls out of any Mario game. Oh really? Yeah.
1: No, but but and then Galaxy's great. I love Super Mario Galaxy. Galaxy, and
0: I mean obviously 64 the oh, game that come on. the game that def- basically I defined, wasted uh, wasted
1: my probably a third and fourth grade year of, of school just playing this game. Well,
0: No, this is the game that defined 3D games. Like, this was like the do first... Do we
1: get w- a Luigi in this game? Ooh, don't, don't, do go, there. don't, don't go there. Don't, do we get a Luigi? Don't go there. Do we get a Luigi? Don't go there.
0: Don't go there. I'm
1: super excited. I was. I think the 10% we're talking about is like, it doesn't make sense that Galaxy 2 isn't in this.
0: I mean, it. I guess it does in terms of like, if this was just like, hey, we're just going to do the greatest hits from like these... Uh, previous generations or something like that I guess like I that. do
1: you have I have Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2 still I think
0: yeah I do too as Did well Did Galaxy
1: 2 come out on GameCube and Wii or just no, GameCube No it was
0: just uh no it was just Wii
1: So what but was Galaxy that was also Wii
0: Yeah because Sunshine was GameCube uh Galaxy uh 1 and 2 was Wii Okay that's right I mean I think Wii U Wii it 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 did uh, make an appearance on. Wii okay, U, that's so. what
1: I'm confused on. All right, all right. But anyway, September 18th. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But this yeah. is the game I'm most excited for out of the whole direct.
0: Oh, absolutely! Come on. I mean, this is what we've been waiting for for a while. But, uh, yeah. I mean, no, we finally, we we finally get this. It's you know great. I mean, again. I do wish we did have galaxy two in there. I mean, I do prefer that to galaxy one. Me too. Um, and like I said, I don't understand the whole limited package just because it's like, okay, so you don't, you want to cut off the period of time where people can give you money. (laughs) I mean, I understand the tactic as like, you know,
1: it's going to be a collector thing. Oh
0: yeah. Like trying to like, you know, do the supply and demand type thing here. But yeah, it's, um, no, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just a weird choice for a video game, I guess. It's something that I haven't really seen a whole lot in terms of like, and like a base version of a game. Like, if it was like a collector's edition of like a game, like you know, the Breath of the Wild. Like, uh, I made some money off. Yeah, that. I mean, like the collect.
1: Accidentally pre-ordered it and then flipped it. Yep,
0: but <laughs> but like the but like you know the 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 like collector's editions of games. You know, like yeah, totally get it. Makes sense. Understand yeah. it for like the base version of a game and we're talking like essentially uh up res ports of older games it's kind of it's kind of a weird thing at least i don't know in my mind
1: i th- so for me the only thing i don't like about i understand for the collection at $60 yeah for super mario 3d world i don't understand a $60 price point i well, could understand 49.99 mm. I mean, I think... I guess you're getting new stuff.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, and I think that's the thing you got to consider, is that, too. Is that
1: up as well?
0: I don't know if it's up-res per se, but I do know that uh, pretty much all the Wii U ports have been 60 bucks, you know, even though they do include, yeah, like... Yeah, I guess that's true. Extra and it's Mario, and
1: so it's never going to go down in price. Well,
0: and plus, you got to figure, too, just how few people owned a Wii U. This game really didn't have a chance to, like, actually get played, and it's going to be played by you know millions of people for the first time
1: that is a weird thing because I guess since uh, I've had since the 64 because I let's be I I got a I got a super NES later in life right because I grew up with Sega Mm -hmm. and then I I switched to 64 after uh, that was my second console ever then we had GameCube then we had we so we've had every Nintendo console so it's just weird to me that a lot of people didn't have the Wii U because yeah. we all had everyone I knew who's a Nintendo person, like right. you and Seabrecht and right. some of our other friends, they all had Wii Us. Exactly. So it was just like maybe we're this like niche group of people.
0: We were yeah, I mean, well the, you gotta put it in perspective, like only thirteen million of the, of Wii Us were sold. Like Switch outdid the like the, uh, the Wii U in sales like within its first year. So it's yeah. like That's true. It's a it's a nine day difference in terms of like exposure.
1: Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's what we thought about. Kind of the, I mean, it was a quick direct. Um, the only thing I was thinking through was what would have been really cool. I think is if we had a normal direct before this and it teased something.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, Nintendo's essentially been doing like a small direct like every, every week, week, yeah, roughly. Which I mean, it's like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I I guess I would have preferred like you know a nice big console. That, that's what one I was looking here. for,
1: and I, maybe they just chain up their marketing, but I can see. Maybe in October we get an, we get another good one of like Breath of the Wild 2, that'd some stuff. Am- that'd be amazing. Well, Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, I mean, um, please, Super Mario Odyssey 2. Please. I'm just kidding.
0: But no, I mean, I, you know, I think with this uh, 3D collection, Nintendo has definitely helped uh, bring themselves back into the conversation in terms of like having like, you know, a first party product being put out there. I think if uh, they really want to, Um, you know kind of help boost sales level the playing field all that stuff I feel like maybe one more first party game that we don't know about or that hasn't been released yet would be just the thing that we need for to close out the year like something in November or December or something along those lines
1: yep totally yeah I'm with you and that'll be like you know either uh sorry uh you know like a quick release turnaround kind of
0: like honestly you like paper mario or, or even any this, of these games or yeah this game here. because
1: i like this i like that i'm only having to wait two weeks and then yeah like literally nothing there's rumors floating and then all of a sudden like yeah it's coming out in two weeks although
0: i will say if this was happening when i was a kid i'd be really pissed just because you wouldn't have any money exactly
1: yeah, that's that's the downside for older consumers like us. Yeah, that's... which this is what they're marketing to is people our age are a little bit younger.
0: Well, especially with uh, this 3D collection, absolutely. Like
1: yeah. none of these kids have played these games. Though. No, no, they're they're not, strictly nah, Mario Odyssey kids well, or even
0: or well, no, they're they're like okay, where's uh, where's the gun? Like where like why <laughs> why can't I skydive onto the map and build stuff here? You that's know?
1: the honestly, I can see Nintendo like, wh- doing a battle royale wh- wh- soon. Where's
0: where's the battle pass? You know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I do want to see Nintendo take on a on a battle royale here. I mean, who who knows? Like, like I a Smash feel, Bros. battle royale. Oh gosh, that'd be insane. But, um, but I think uh, with uh, Nintendo, it's like they're kind of always like a little late to the party and stuff. So maybe next gen. Maybe next gen, just because you know you gotta figure like Splatoon came out during the Wii U era, uh, yeah. which was like one generation behind uh, from like you know when online multiplayer shooters got big, you know, like yeah. Call of Duty and Halo and all that stuff here. So so who knows, we'll see how things shake out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Warner Bros Interactive no longer for sale.
0: Yeah, so um I don't know, basically the story that's been kind of going around or the rumor is that uh Warner Brothers Interactive that basically owns uh the Mortal Kombat, uh steady and a bunch of other uh franchise uh game development um companies basically were, was going to be up for sale. And at one point Xbox <laughs> was looking at, um, purchasing them, which I'm kind of glad that they are not because according to Bloomberg, the parent company of this, uh, AT&T said it was too valuable of an asset, to uh, pay off debt, which in my mind, I'm like, where was this line of thinking? Like in the first <laughs> place, but Oh, they make us a lot of money. I was like, let's just sell them. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but I'm glad I don't have to buy an Xbox to play Mortal Kombat and future Rocksteady games here. So That is nice. That is nice.
1: All right. Well, that's it. We're going to get into our roundtable review, and we got a lot for you, so stick around. All right. This is a roundtable review. All right. Dorian is the master of reviews for this week for the most part. Uh, so we're going to be listening to him mostly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So all right. Well. Ten
1: uh, ten review, which I have not seen yet. Full disclosure. Yeah, so if so. you spoil anything, no, that, no, no, it's not happening because uh, I slit his throat in the podcast.
0: Yeah, which I mean would probably <laughs> get our uh, viewership up maybe a little bit. So I don't know. We might have to consider that here. Yeah, hey, I mean, I'm up to whatever you're
1: up to, <laughs> as long as you sign something saying I can't be prosecuted for it. Yeah, I make no guarantees, and so. I don't know if there's a, even a law that would allow. I'm that. pretty
0: sure there isn't, but you know. Anyhow, so uh, the tenant. Um, Basically, Christopher Nolan's new film. It's an espionage uh, thriller, kind of in the vein of like a Jason Bourne or like the newer James Bond movies. But uh, the thing about it is it has a time travel element to it here. So I'm not going to get into any spoilers about the movie. So I'm just going to kind of break it down into what I like, what I didn't like, overall thoughts here. So, but I will say before I do that, like one of my first uh, things about you know, watching this movie, I was kind of like mentally trying to prepare myself for this movie. I'm like, okay, this is going to be, you know, probably a lot to, um, I'm going to have to pay attention to. I have to, it's going to be like inception really have to take note and stock of like, you know, details and plot points and blah, blah, blah. And about maybe the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes of the movie, I'm just like sitting there just like, I'm not smart enough to watch this movie. (laughs)
1: That's how I feel about most of his
0: movies, like yeah. especially Inception. At least like, like on the at least on the first first view- couple views, yeah, yeah, first viewing. So, uh, so I mean, so but let me get into what I like about this movie first. So, Christopher Nolan's uh, take on time travel, um, really cool. Like it's a it's a really unique concept. Uh, it's still something I don't feel like I completely have wrapped my head around per se because, uh because you'll see things happen and you're not entirely sure what exactly is happening, but then you see it from a different perspective and then you'd be like, Oh, okay. That's how things are working here. Or, you know, these are kind of like, you kind of get a little bit of a better idea of like what the rules are with this. Like the further you get into the movie here for the Mm -hmm. most part, um, good action set pieces. There's pretty standard for Nolan. Pretty standard for Nolan. I mean, you're not going to see anything like as you know crazy as like the revolving hallway fight from inception or even like some of the action set pieces from you know the dark knight trilogy but you do get to see like a some uh action that's very creative and also some pretty good twists in this movie as well like there there are definitely some things where i'm like okay that was actually that was actually really well done well played um but some of the getting into some of the things I'm not super crazy about. So the characters in this movie, they're more, they're more roles than they are characters. They don't have like a whole lot of personality to them.
1: Yeah. I heard about that. They don't even refer to the main character by name. Do they?
0: So like I even looked it up on IMDB. I'm like, what was that guy's name after I saw the movie? I'm like, did, did they even refer to him by name? And it just said protagonist. That's
1: and, interesting. I
0: mean, and technically they do refer to him at least, like this one person refers to him as the protagonist in the movie. Oh, like, so that's like his
1: name. Is the protagonist
0: kind of? But it's more like, of like a title. Well, it's not even like really a title per se. It's more like kind of a, kind of like a speaking in broad terms. Like you know, you're kind of the protagonist of this whole situation here, or something like that. I guess <sighs> you know, kind of being explaining like you know, example here for the most. And part. I
1: would say that's typically like Nolan doesn't make. I haven't seen Dunkirk. Yeah, he doesn't make character-driven movies.
0: I mean, I I disagree with that just because. Inter- I mean, Batman, Batman, but for that one. has to be it. Has it to be, has to be uh, Interstellar. I think. oh yeah,
1: okay. I take that back because Interstellar definitely is a character-driven movie, very much so. But he's kind of known to n- that not to be always the case for his movies. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, you know, Inception, great movie. I mean, it's not like a you know, even though there are some. Uh, character moments in that movie. It's not like a big character driven movie right, per se. Right. It's more, it's more like the plot and the concept that are kind of pushing things along and what are, what is actually really good about that movie. But uh, I would say the prestige is a very character driven. That's movie. true. Yeah. yeah. But, and Memento, most definitely for sure. I, mean, I haven't seen that still. Yeah. Um, so, um, so kind of getting back into like what I'm not super crazy about uh, the pace a little too fast for my taste. Now, one of the things that I usually come down hardest on, like you know, movies or TV, is the pacing here. Because if you don't have good pacing, that's one good way to kind of lose my attention or kind of make me lose interest into what's going on. If I feel like you're wasting my time. Yeah. Uh, Nolan has kind of the opposite problem here. And just like, boom, boom, boom. Uh, it's very like breakneck fast pace, and yeah, I love those movies. See, and I do too. I just feel like this one was a little too fast-paced for my taste here. Hmm, like, interesting just because there are things that happen there's that, no
1: development
0: well it's it's not necessarily a matter of I guess yeah I guess development would be the right term I'm looking for but there's things that happen that go really quickly and there's not like a whole lot of ex um,
1: exposition on
0: exposition it. on it and you know it's just like you know kind of rapid fire one after the other here so it's kind of like you just Really just trying to kind of keep up with, like, uh, essentially, like, you know, somebody who's, like, an Olympic runner here and, like, just going out for, like, a jog or something along those lines. Gotcha. So, uh, and could be difficult to understand on the first viewing, which, I mean, you know, this is kind of a Christopher Nolan thing. Pretty much like most of his movies, you have to see multiple times to kind of get the full picture and, like, kind of, you know, get the idea of, like, oh, okay. That's the significance of this type of thing. Here. Even Batman, was like that. even Batman, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, you, you can m- definitely make that argument for sure. But, um, but I mean, this one, especially, I feel like, uh, more so than like his other movies, because at the end of the day, like when I watched this movie, I got the general idea of like, okay, this is what they were doing. This is how it was. Uh, this is like the significance or like, you know why this was important. Yeah. But, A lot, but like, there's a lot of details that I'm like, okay, why was this this way here? You know? Totally. So overall, um, I will have to see this movie again to kind of maybe get a little bit of a better opinion on it. But right now I'm walking out of it feeling pretty positive about the movie.
1: Cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I think we're probably going to see this before the podcast actually airs. So we have Labor Day weekend coming up and there you go. I think we'll probably see it on pop in and yeah, maybe like a matinee or something.
0: Yeah, no, sounds good.
1: All right, so uh, you talked about one thing I liked. I actually picked this game up uh, a couple days before this podcast airs. Yeah, uh, and that's Doom Eternal. Yeah, uh, game. I loved the remake. I guess you want to call it a soft reboot or reboot of uh, Doom. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, a reboot. I, uh, I love the first game. I had tons of fun with it. Yeah, the two thousand
0: yeah two thousand sixteen yeah. Doom. Yeah, so
1: I'm exci- I'm super excited to play this. Yeah. So did you play any before we get into it? I guess did you play any online? Uh, or no?
0: For this game, yeah, I did. Yeah, I just I messed around with it just a little bit. Pretty fun, time. or um, it's unique. Okay. I will say that much. Um, I mean, I would say the online is. Uh, I would say, I guess it just kind of depends on you. I mean, okay, I'd say it's serviceable. I would definitely say uh, playing as a Doom Slayer is the better role to be uh, match, uh, to be match made in. Um, uh, but, but I don't know. I could take it or leave it to be honest. Cool. Okay. So, but let's uh, do it. All right. So doom eternal. So, uh, so like you, I just recently played, uh, doom 2016 for the first time, beat it, uh, fresh off of it, liked it. Uh, so I picked up this game, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks ago, uh, just played through it, uh, last weekend. And, uh, honestly, I loved it. Like, um, uh, just kind of getting into what I like about it. So it took the gameplay of, you know, the first game doom, 2016 executed, executed it to perfection. Like the fast pace, high adrenaline stuff. uh, You know, it's all there, but now you have a more cyclical uh, routine here. So it's like, you know, your ammo, I would say, is more limited in this compared to the first one. So, what you have to do is you have to constantly be cycling through different weapons. Like, when you run out of ammo, you'll have to you have to chainsaw, you know, like, one of your enemies to get, like, you know, a big ammo drop. That way you can, like, get more ammo. And then, if you're running low on health, you have to do, like, a melee kill. So, that way you can, like, get a whole bunch of health. Yeah. If you want, if you're running low on armor, you have to light an enemy on fire and start, you know, doing damage and it'll start uh, producing armor drops. So it has like a very rhythmic uh, uh, cycle to it. And it's just really just uh, done like beautifully here. A um, couple other things about it. The weapons I feel like feel better in this game than they did in the first game. There's some weapons. I was just kind of like, meh, I, you know,
1: take it or leave I, it. I could
0: take it or leave it, or I'm just not going to really use this one as much just because it just doesn't feel as good. But
1: is I, the story about as long? Like you're talking, you know, twenty-ish hours.
0: I would say the story, like the campaign, is shorter than the first one, and that was like one of the issues I had with the first uh, Doom. Was I felt like it went a little too long. This one is like about, I want to say, like maybe about fifteen hours or so. Okay. But it it feels like just with the right DLC coming. Yeah, there is DLC coming, but it feels just the right length for this game. Cool. Um, I can dig it. So. But going back to, like, the gameplay and the combat, you have, like, basically kind of like a tracer dash move where you, like, can dash, like, uh, like really quick to, like, you know, strafe or get out of the way or get... Sweet, or like close the mobility distant. look. Yeah, mobility. You have, like, uh, these monkey bars that you can swing off of and, like, just provide you more verticality and all that. So the move, yeah, movement in this game is just really great for a first-person shooter here. Yeah. Um, there are more environments than just like, you know, kind of like the hellscapes that you got from, or like these really dark, you know, sci fi environments that you got from like the first game. You go to like places that have snow in them. You got the places that are actually green. You go to like, you know, you go to like the hellscape places and all that. You go to these sci fi like space places and all that, like these space stations and all that. So there's a lot more uh, variety to the environments. And I would say the exploration is better in this game. There are better secrets. You actually kind of do want to like, get more stuff. Whereas in the first game, I don't know what it was, but I just didn't really care about picking up the secrets. I'm just like, ah, eh. you know, that it's not really doing it for me. But, um, and then the slayer Gates are basically these, uh, challenge rooms that you, uh, find like in the level that teleport you into like this arena. And it's like basically this big, like adrenaline rush, do or die situation where you're just surrounded by enemies and you just have to like fight them all off and all that. and, it's like basically kind of like highlights the best parts of that game here essentially. Nice. So, uh, and the final boss may be the best final boss I have ever, uh, fought in a first person shooter. It's, uh, it's like, it really just, uh, it's big in scope. It's, uh, it really just, uh, adds to the, I guess like the already great gameplay doesn't try to do like what most games I feel like with boss fights where they try to change up the formula about it. It's like now we're keeping the formula the the same for the most part. You're still doing like, you know, the, the quick adrenaline combat and all that. You're just having like this one element that's around it here, basically. So gotcha. But uh, talking about what I'm not crazy about uh, boss fights uh, in this game, they're better than the first uh, games' boss fights, which, you know, I wasn't too big of a fan of. I th- felt like they, you know, kind of got away from like you know what made what made uh, Doom good in that game. Yeah, and you had like you know limited resources. You had to like actually, it was more it was more about like survival than actually just like mowing down enemies and you know sure. stuff like that. Um, but you know, so that being said boss fights in this game are better than the first games i still feel like by and large most of them do need some work and the marauder guys those guys suck you'll you'll find out okay. when you start playing that game here um the story in this game doesn't make much sense unless you're going to get deep into the lore here so i never pay attention to the story for the most part sure no and i mean i get that and it's like you know and it wasn't like a huge detractor for me playing this game just because uh You know, I was more drawn to the gameplay than I am to the story of this game. And I, I, I guess like my issue with the story is, is like the first doom game had like a pretty basic story, but it worked. And, you know, you just, you just, uh, you, you understood it when you start this game, you're like, okay, who's this, who's that, you know, all that, all that business. So, but uh, that being said, this is easily one of the best games of the year um, and one of the best shooter campaigns I've ever played.
1: Love it. Yeah. I'm excited to play it. Yeah. All right, let's talk about a game. We're going to talk about First Impressions of Spellbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a free-to-play battle royale magic game. Yeah. Uh, comparable to kind of a shooter, I guess.
0: I mean, you are... You're- your accuracy casting spells and yeah, stuff. The it's accuracy, really fun. The accuracy in this game is what's going to determine whether or not you're doing well. So it's like yeah. a light shooter. Essentially. Yeah, yeah.
1: Essentially. I mean, yeah, so I'll just get right into it, but uh pretty fun game so far, yeah. at least from my perspective, uh, haven't been able to play with like a legit team. Cause you play on team to three right now. Right. Uh, you know, yeah, as far have, as the communicate, we yeah, haven't we, played together yet. Yeah, we will probably it, this yeah. next week or so coming up. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a battle royale with RPG elements. That's essentially what this game is. You can select your first gauntlet, which the gauntlets kind of your attack, how you attack. So there's yeah. fire, stone, ice, toxic, wind, lightning. That's it. And that's it. There's six gauntlets. Yep. So you could start with one of them and you get perks and stuff. You can find another one in the map, kind yeah. of like you're looting, like well, another one. As your secondary,
0: and you can combine. Uh, yeah, it's know, pretty elements. cool combinations
1: you can make. Mm hmm. Um uh and then uh you can select your first column. It has a set of perks called talents mm-hmm. and they kind of alter how you play your character your different play style it could give you more uh abilities for your runes which runes are basically like um kind of like how you escape situations or like kind of like your mobility helps your mobility or yeah. finding yeah. your enemies or running them down so like uh, essentially perks yeah pretty much um you know, hopefully that once I understand the game better and the gameplay, I'll like it even more. But right now, I just get pwned most of the time, really? unless I'm on a good team. I've won uh, probably ten games, like I've I, we've we've won the game.
0: You've won ten games, probably okay. something
1: like that, like seven or ten. I don't remember. That's Pretty good. Yeah, um, but I mean, I was carried for the most part. I, I got I got like eight exiles one game that's but really i was going crazy on that game okay okay uh and that's the other thing like you can down enemies but since it's like um if they have teammates left you'll become like this orb yeah and then you have to get revived but that's kind of downside so you could kill someone and then have to run away from like a situation yeah and you don't get the kill right whoever exiles that person which you walk up to them and hold it almost like you're reviving someone but then you just kind of banish them
0: yeah exactly which i mean i think it's kind of a cool concept at least in terms of the in terms of uh, you know, the whole like, downing somebody for good, like you know, in Fortnite you could just shoot them more here. Yeah, they're out in the open; they can't really do much. This is like saying, "Hey, if you want this person gone for good, you actually have to get a little risky." If you're in the middle of a fight here, as opposed to, totally, as opposed to like. You know, if, you're, if you get down in Fortnite and you're in the open, you're done. Like, there's there's no coming back.
1: Anymore. No. Well, and there's an ability, too. I don't know if you've unlocked it yet, but... Oh,
0: yeah, where you can, like, revive yourself. Yeah,
1: or, for, like, in, like, with, like, 10 health or something like that. Something like but that. But you're immune for a while, so you could actually use one of your runes. Like, if you have flight, yeah, you, can, you get, can just get, get out, out of there, there real quick. Exactly. And then try to heal back up if you still have potions. Right. Um. So, I love the art style that they went with. Yeah, Um, it's
0: kind of Breath of the Wild. Very um,
1: Breath of the Wild looking.
0: Yeah. I mean, not as good looking as Breath (laughs) of the Wild. No. I mean, I would say the character models look pretty good. The environments could look a little bit better, but uh, definitely... And it probably will over time. It it probably will. I mean, you know, as this game grows, hopefully.
1: Yeah, this is a game that makes you... If you're an Avatar fan, it makes you feel like a bender.
0: Yeah, not not like a one-to-one ratio, but it's definitely like the closest thing that I think that we have like in terms of like uh, a game and even like an online game that you feel like kind of similar to like, you know, a master of the elements here. Totally. Yeah. So, I mean, but uh, yeah, I mean, no, I like a lot of the things that this game is doing. I would say it needs some time to flesh out uh some things and polish it. I mean, you know, and this game is in its infancy. You know, I guess it's still considered beta, which I don't even know what that means anymore because Fortnite for the Just longest. Got out of beta. Yeah, Fortnite was like in beta for years, even though it was like the multi million yeah. dollar uh game that we've known yeah. for a while. But uh I mean I think a couple, one a couple of ways that you do uh make this better. I think the map is too big or the player count is too low. I've because yeah,
1: I, I kind of get that. I would say it depends. Like it's kind of like Fortnite in the sense of if you land in hot zones, you know, there's going to be a fight.
0: No, absolutely. But
1: And I'm still trying to learn that. So like as you're playing, it's like four people could show up right next to you and your host. Yeah. You know, like, or you don't see a person for until the end game.
0: Right. No, absolutely. And uh, yeah, because that's like how my first match went. Like pretty much like most of it was like, okay, well I guess we'll just, keep looting and keep going inside the circle until we find somebody. And I think we got into like maybe one or two fights and then that was it. And then we won the game here. I'm just like, okay, this, this map might be a little too big here for what it's going for. It it.
1: could be. I haven't even explored all of it yet.
0: I haven't either, but I mean, you know, but it's like, I feel like it's probably pretty comparable to like the size of Fortnite's map, And that has like twice as many, people in it here yeah. so is there
1: 50 when we start the game i, I think, don't remember i think
0: it's 42
1: yeah i would say if they if they bumped it up uh to like 75 to 100 it would probably be pretty popping well it's I mean, just chaotic once once you get close oh what, it's chaotic no
0: there were some battles i got into that i'm like oh my gosh this is crazy just to watch it and be like
1: oh my gosh what's happening well even
0: right like be, imagine being in it here it's oh like, yeah it's like absolutely no insane. i mean I, i've sat
1: back and watched people just fight like like hiding kind of like oh crap i'm gonna jump into this in a second i want to i might do my sniper pick them off yeah the ice power
0: you can snipe it exactly yeah i mean it's uh no i mean i i mean i understand like the player count being what it is just because like with as much stuff that's going on it's like you know if you add too much it would just be straight chaos it would be straight chaos or might even break the game here you know like the game might just stop running. And I can see
1: them doing more game modes in the future too. Obviously they're gonna have duos and then singles. So we'll see kinda how that goes. Yeah,
0: exactly. So um the sound design in this game I feel like needs to improve, like because it's you're not entirely sure like uh like
1: where stuff's coming from. Where
0: stuff's coming from or even like uh you know when your uh when your allies are using like their abilities or runes or powers and stuff like that, you're like, okay, you know, I just heard a wolf howl was that our guy, or was that somebody else right, that's tracking yeah. us in here? You know, so stuff like that. I feel like they need to do that, especially like you know when like you play something like Fortnite or even like Call of Duty or something, where you're like, oh, I hear footsteps. We need to we need to watch out mm-hmm. here or something because I mean, sound I think is uh, something people take for granted for in these games is because it's huge. It's like yeah, if somebody gets a drop on you and you have no idea as to like any indication that they might be coming, it's like.
1: I would say I've gotten ambushed like that many times in this game. Like yeah. where all of a sudden someone hits me with toxic and a fireball and I'm pretty much dead. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even hear him coming.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, um, so, so we were kind of talking about this earlier. I might kind of change my yeah. opinion on this here. Uh, I might have to like actually play or like look at some videos more, but I felt like half of the rooms are like really lame in terms of like, uh, what they can do, at least in comparison to like some of the, like the really good, like the ones that are really good at, at yeah. least like on the surface level, like the, the one that the wolf, howl that reveals your enemies or the, the flight rune or even the invisibility rooms. Like, okay, I can clearly see the benefit for that. But you know, like the dash rune I had like an issue with just because it's like you dash like two feet. And yeah, then, yeah. And then that's it here. It's not like, you know, it's not like, you know, a pretty wide berth or like you can even go, like, hold it down, go farther or something like that. Yeah,
1: I get that. I think it's, it's I mean, in comparison. You gotta, and you got to like learn your play way. style, stuff like that, how to combo it with like your sure. jumps and stuff like that. But, yeah, I kind of see what you're saying. There's some really useful ones just off the bat, especially when you're just learning the game, and yeah. other ones that aren't as useful. But maybe once you get to more competitive stuff,
0: it might it might it might come in
1: handy. Be, uh, yeah,
0: potentially. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm guessing they're going to be adding more classes, like more powers and stuff in the future, potentially.
0: Potentially, yeah.
1: We'll see, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, overall, I think game. overall, I think this game is has a lot of potential. I think if it has a dedicated fan base and just you know improves. With time, I think this game could be a banger.
1: Yeah, totally, I agree. Hopefully, you guys play it. I, I, it's free, so go download it. Yeah,
0: I mean, wh- why wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, but uh, thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Check us out. Uh, we come out Mondays, uh, and uh, yeah, look for us. We're going to be doing Cora uh, Book One in the next uh, two weeks, I think. So
0: yeah, roughly around that time. Uh, stay tuned.
1: Stay tuned for that. Uh, check us out on YouTube, uh, all those things, Facebook. Hit us up on our social medias. Have an awesome week, and remember, everyone's nerd about something.